This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. You're listening to Above Grade, where each week we discuss the construction landscape here in central Ohio. This is Bryce Jacob, and I'm with J.S. Brown Company. I'm here with Greg Hansberry, and it's another wonderful episode that we're about to launch here, isn't it? Like always, happy to be here. This is going to be great. What have you been up to this last week? Uh, well, um, it's getting to be back to school time, believe it or not. Yeah. Well, so I, I have three know. kids, so believe yeah, me, I know. I, I know. So it's, you know, the summer's winding down and we're buying school clothes and. Oh, what grade is yours going into now? Uh, so I got, my oldest is, uh, just now going into first. First grade. And That's then the right. other one's still in preschool. So I yeah, remember talking about kindergarten mm-hmm. the last time. So this first grade. It's um, big time. bit is really going to be interesting for you. I've got one going in the senior year in high school. So I'm starting. You're w- winding up. Well, it's kind of, right? They should go on to the next great thing. There's still more schooling that costs a heck of a lot more than my taxes <laughs> don't cover. Why don't you so. get them involved in, uh, I don't know, a plumbing trade or something? Well, you know, it's funny. I, I My uh, oldest daughter, Sydney, uh, who's getting ready to go off to school when she was really little, I used to, you know, put a hammer in her hand and a little yeah. drill and I, we have a lot of really cute pictures of her helping me with projects where it was primarily her just kind of watching me with a <laughs> smile on her face stuff. and holding, holding tools. Holding the flashlight yeah. is what I always did. And right? it never really took. My youngest one, my middle one, d- didn't even want to do that and still doesn't. <laughs> <You> know, she's <laughs> like, wait a minute, you're waiting on me, remember? And uh, my youngest daughter does actually get a little bit of a kick out of helping with projects. We built some go. neat things together and she she's likes to go one. out in my wood shop and we come up with a plan. So she's got a good design mind and so... You know, you we do some neat things She'll together. take over the family fun. biz, huh? Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? She might. But my middle one does like design, but she doesn't like to, you know, do any of the work. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she's a perfect little interior designer, perhaps. <laughs> well, hey, I want to introduce you. I got a good friend of mine here. This is Dave Malin, and he's with Custom Distributors, who's out of Worthington. It's great to have you, Dave. Yeah, thanks for having yeah. me, Bryce. Yeah. Appreciate it. And so we're going we're gonna to talk appliances today, which yes, is a are. very exciting topic. It is to me. I hope well, it will be to you, too. It is you to know, me. Well, you're you know, going to make it more exciting well, for me. Well, the thing is, uh, I love kitchens, yeah. and surely you do, too. And you don't have a kitchen without appliances, right? No. You would have a bunch of empty spaces, mm-hmm. bunch, a lot bunch of new room. A bunch of yeah. empty cabinets, mm-hmm. okay, and take empty takeout bags, things like that. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to get cooking in a kitchen without them, would you? We're still trying to think of a great title for this episode, aren't we? Yeah, cooking so it might just kitchen? be Appliances uh, with like Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, so you're going to make appliances exciting, and I didn't think they weren't exciting, but you're going to make them more exciting because I know that you do that. It's your, it's you live them and breathe them. Well, it's crazy. You know, the thing is now I've been in the appliance business so long that I can't go anywhere without somebody asking me stuff. So you're the appliance go, man. I'm the appliance man, although that's that's another company. <laughs> I know. They fix but appliances. You're the real man. <laughs> I sell appliances, but okay. you know what? Uh, I can't watch a movie. Or a TV show with a scene that's set in a kitchen without commenting on the appliances on the set. <laughs> You're that guy, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not the one that's like, don't go in there, don't go in there. You're the one that's like, oh my gosh, they use KitchenAid. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those right. don't match. <laughs> Why would they pair up KitchenAid and Gen Air in the same kitchen? The Those handles don't sense. match. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. that happens I, on I can't have TV that. and movie sets? Oh, yeah. Okay. What? Uh, okay. Since you do that, you probably have a movie or a TV show that stands out in your mind as a total clash for you. Then, uh, how about the set of Friends? Set of Friends. I don't remember. Oh, you know. You know what? You know what? I remember that always bothered me is watching The Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. And in uh, in Tony Soprano's house, 
and they had big open uh, great rooms, kitchen combination sort of thing with a cooktop right. in the island and no ventilation. Oh, drives so, me crazy. I mean, it wasn't possibly a downdraft. You didn't it see. W- it was never up when Carmela was cooking. Mm. So, so was she and, really and cook- cooking? Well, cooking Italian food without ventilation. I mean, mm. I love to walk in the house and smell dinner. I don't want to smell it the next morning. Yeah, or right? feel dinner because of what didn't get sucked in through the vent. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, well, that's a good catch right there. That's a. I wonder if that's in those movie flub up books, you know, where you, you know you you see all the different bloopers and things on sets. I'm going to go on IMDb and, and I'm, add that. I'm betting not. There's actually a thing. No, they probably didn't. No, you're the guy. You're right. Create your own book of observations. That's funny. There are enough people out there that like to read weird stuff. Well, let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good, but that's not really what you do in a full time is watch TV to pick out what appliance packages they should or shouldn't no, have Absolutely had. not. What I do full time is assist people who are building a new house or remodeling an old house, or Mm -hmm. simply refreshing their kitchen with the best possible appliance selections for their situation. And that encompasses a lot of things. It, it, you know, it depends on the house, depends on the people living in the house. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I try to get to the heart of whether, you know, some people love to cook, some people hate to cook. Mm, The people who love love to to cook cook are my favorite people because I love to cook too. And that's kind of. You hear that? I'm his favorite. That's That's how, that's how I get into it in the first place. Mm-hmm. That that that's that's kind of my entry point is I like to cook, so I get real excited talking about the things that some of these appliances can do for you, and then it encompasses a lot of other things like you know how many cooks are in the house, mm-hmm. what's your budget, um, you know we want to make sure that's usually where it gets depressing. Well, that, that you know oh, what, it, it get well, you know what I don't actually like to ask people what their budget is because that's where. You know, some people, sometimes people get a little shy when you ask them, well, what's your budget? Because it reminds, it personally, it reminds me of, if you ever walk down a car lot mm. and the guy selling cars asks you what you pay, what you want your payment to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't want to ask people what their budget is, but I want to ask a bunch of questions about their house. And, and sometimes I've only just met them five minutes ago. So it can get a little weird sometimes. Like you know, When you start hitting the money train right out of the gate. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you know what? You don't want to do that, and you don't want to um, you don't want to assume incorrectly where they're headed. But adding value to their house and, and you know, it, for your business, Bryce, I mean, it, it's, it's all writ large. But you've got, to, uh, you've got to put in the right materials to enhance the house as much as possible. You don't want to over or under improve for the neighborhood. We're wanting to add value if they ever put the house on the market. And if they're not, if they don't have any plans to put the house on the market anytime soon, you want to be sure that they really enjoy it for many years. Mm-hmm. So appliances yep. are just one part of the whole building slash remodeling process. And sometimes it's just people wanting to improve what they have. You know, they, their kitchen's beautiful, but their appliances are 10, 15, maybe pushing 20 years old. And we need to refresh everything, Help use the appliances to help update the kitchen. Right. So how do you go about helping someone select the right appliances for them? I heard you said the number of people, how they like to cook, what they like to cook. But if you were going to help me find the right appliances, how would you do that with me? Okay. Well, you know what? Uh, so tell me or about Greg. your- Either one of us. Okay, so e- either 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 one of <laughs> you. Right. Okay, uh, yeah. we're not together. We're, we're, we're we buying a house together. together. <laughs> yeah, we're, <laughs> yeah. 
Let's uh, let's let's keep it simple, real quick. So Bryce, <laughs> too late. All right. So <laughs> so we're friends. He's my brother, and so he's, he's in town. We're visiting your showroom, and uh... well, the main the main the main thing I want to know is what's what's your goal? Okay, are are why are you replacing your appliances? Are you uh, are you remodeling your kitchen? What's going on? Yes, I would be remodeling my kitchen. Okay, and uh, I heard you say earlier it sounded like you like to cook. Am I, I right? do like okay, to cook. Okay, tell yes. me about what you cook. Well, I um, I like gas, so I've got to have gas because okay. I do like to cook. I like to. I've always used gas. And I like to cook over gas. So, um, what are things I like to cook? Gosh, you know, um, mom's famous spaghetti. Yeah, well, you know, I think there's a little bit of everything. I'm not like a pot roast person, um, but I like to cook fish, and I like to cook, um, you know, different meats and pastas. I, I like a griddle. Okay. Um, because I like to do a lot of things uh, griddle uh, on the griddle. I'm not a big baker. You're not, I'm not someone who's going to be, you know, making cakes and pies, but my wife might. Okay. So the cooking surface is important to you. The ovens may be a little bit less so. Uh, are Now, you're remodeling your kitchen or are you simply putting new appliances into an existing room? Because that, I need to know mm. that because mm. that tells me what yeah. limitations we have. Are we okay. looking for a range? Which is what most people, which most people call a stove, but I call it a range. Mm-hmm. Or are we looking for a separate cooktop and wall oven? Yeah, okay. I don't. I don't have room for a wall oven, so it has to okay, be a, so, a range. Okay, and uh, from there we might talk about different sizes, mm-hmm. different configurations. Um, sounds to me like the oven's not that important to you. We could talk about an all gas range, in which case the cooking surface is gas and the oven is gas. Or we could talk about dual fuel. We always have be... Christmas dinner dinner at our house. We got about fifteen people, so you know, having a um, a large oven would be okay. ideal. We still we still cook things in the oven. Okay, you know, yeah. In our case, okay. So, but that's good to know. So I what? Mean, so what we're going to do is, at, you know, you come come out to our showroom in Worthington, and we're we're going to walk around, and we're going to be looking at stuff as we're having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I have over 30 brands represented in my showroom, 8,000 8, square feet, um, over 60 brands available to me, and over 400 appliances on display. Okay, so we have lots and lots of things to look at and talk about. And while we're doing that, we're just drilling down on the things that are important to you, and, and I'm, I'm gathering information all the time. So uh, based on the things that you tell me, now if you, you come in with your wife and you know, like you said, you know, maybe your or wife, my brother, or your brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's your, me. Okay, your your brother bakes and you cook, yeah. and uh, your wife you Christmas is, yeah. is she's that's out nice. back getting drunk or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gosh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm too busy in the kitchen. I don't know what anyone else. It's is like doing. he's uh, right there at Christmas dinner with us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> You're like part of the family, Dave. No kidding. Well, good to know. Well, you I are. Live well, right up the street. So. <laughs> I, I will tell you this. I know that you. <laughs> Jeez. He's getting it now. <laughs> this thing's going sideways. It My sure gosh. Is. We got to get yeah. back on that. Do we need to start this over? No, I no. think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is how most of these shows go. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we should call it typically sideways in the kitchen with Dave. Sideways in the kitchen with Dave. Sideways in the kitchen with Dave. There we found our name. Here it is. Well, I was going to actually move into giving you a good plug because you've been very helpful to our clients because obviously what we do at J.S. Brown and Company and helping people remodel and put a kitchen together and no kitchen's complete without what? Without appliances. Right. They have to go somewhere to find those. So you've been very helpful to clients and very knowledgeable. And I think that's one of the things that people expect from us and being an expert is while I may not know all the appliances, 
I know who does. And so you do that very well. And I like the idea that you've got a lot of square footage there and you're helping people see a lot of the different things because there are sometimes the appliances that just kind of catch your eye and you go, oh, I like that. Refrigerator is a good example for me. You know, I don't, I like having ice come from a refrigerator, but I don't like it coming from the door because of what it takes up on the inside. Exactly. So, you know, those are things that, and some, you know, another example come to of my the house kinds and, of things that we want to talk about when yeah. you come into the Yeah, showroom. exactly. Yeah. And so people come to my house and they're like, where's your ice and water dispenser? Well, I have a reverse osmosis, you know, tap in oh. my sink. So I get my ice out of the, the freezer and we got our water out of the little tap there. So, uh, it works really well for us. So I go to their house and I'm like, well, where's your reverse osmosis? <laughs> <laughs> so I show them. Um, but anyway, you're very helpful in that manner. So how did you, you know, obviously you got a big passion for this. How, how the heck did you get into appliances? You go to school for this? Well, the, the, well, actually, I how I got into appliances, yes, I went to school for it. I majored in history and English. Which <laughs> there is, you go. <laughs> which is a perfect way to. They needed refrigerators right. too. Yeah. Which is history. a perfect way to get uh-huh. into yeah. the appliance business because unless you're a really talented writer or wanting to go into teaching, I don't know what you do with a history and English degree. So quite honestly, I needed a job. So that's how I got into the appliance business. Before that, I did various things. I worked in a comic book store for a few years, which mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. And if you want to make $17,000 a year, I recommend it highly. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> okay. You probably end up spending it on comic books anyway, pretty, right? Yeah. Pretty, pretty much. So, pretty much. That's what but, I would have done. But, you know, about, about 20 years ago, I realized I needed to get serious about actually making a living and uh, providing for my family and things like that. So... Uh, I got a job at, uh, well, you know, and I've, I've put two companies out of business since then. I got a job at the Great <laughs> Indoors, which uh, at the time was at uh, Polaris Mall, uh-huh. and uh, did very well there, enjoyed that business an awful lot. And I went from there to H.H. Gregg Fine Lines and worked there for 11 yeah, years. Uh, both of those companies went out of business. I, I'd like to think that uh, maybe my sales numbers helped them hang on for an extra <laughs> year or so. Longer, yeah. You weren't always the one having a blowout, were you? No, I was, right. I, I was the one, uh, I was the one uh, posting the numbers that made everyone uh, have a little bit there of hope. Go. Yeah, but uh, but H. H. Gregg did go out of business uh, in 2017, and uh, I was just uh, days away from taking a job with another appliance dealer when the owners of Custom Distributors approached uh, one of my colleagues uh, about opening a branch in the Columbus market, and I was recruited from there. Now, Custom Distributors is a 35-year-old company based in Fairfield, Ohio, mm-hmm. uh, just outside of Cincinnati, uh, family-owned, small company, uh, the Riemann family that owns it. Uh, there are eight or nine Riemanns in the building performing various jobs, including our, our CEO and our vice president of sales, our two brothers, uh, sons of uh, one of the two brothers, in turn, who started mm-hmm. the company. So there, now we now have the third generation working at the home office. Um, it's a great company. Uh, in during the year that uh, I essentially was not working a showroom, because H.H. Gregg went out of business and we were developing our Columbus showroom, you know, starting with looking for a looking for the perfect location, then designing it, building it, that whole thing. I was going down to Fairfield once or twice a week, and every time I would come home, my wife would just say, something's going on. You're in such a good mood. I said, look, everybody down there. <laughs> What's our name? Everybody is so happy. 
down there. And it was so refreshing to work for a company where everybody everybody loves working there. Everybody's in a good mood all the time. It's a great family atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And uh, quite honestly, uh, I've never been happier in my job since I signed on with this company. So it's it's a it's a great place to be. Um, there are uh, that's good eight or nine of us. I you know I got to stop and think of it now. Here in our Columbus branch, this represents a major expansion for the company. But um, you know, quite a few of us have worked together for quite a number of years, going from one company to another. We've got a great team, and um, gosh, what else can I tell you? I'm <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty right. pretty o- pretty obvious that I'm very yeah. excited to did be where I am. Did you bring an application with you? I, I, <laughs> right? I did. I did not. But you know, if you're looking for I a know. career change, yeah. <laughs> well, very interesting. So I want to talk a little bit about the appliances, the sure. actual appliances. Now, what's happening in the world of appliances, and what some of the key things are that maybe get overlooked in a kitchen where they don't emphasize enough focus on it. And well, you know, one of the things that gets overlooked a lot, and I alluded to it a little while ago, with the uh, Sopranos, uh, the Sopranos. Yeah. yeah, it's kitchen ventilation. As I said, I I love to eat, I love to cook, I love to smell dinner when I walk in the house. But mm-hmm. what I don't want is to smell last night's dinner the next morning. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kitchen ventilation, the, the right range hood, generically speaking, it could be a downdraft. It, it, you know, it could be an updraft hood. It could be in an island. Mm-hmm. But we've got to clear the air. And if you think about it, you know, especially in your business, Bryce, you know, you're, you're building a brand new kitchen. Everything's new. There right. are a lot of kitchen projects. It, it might be the entire first floor of the house. You've stripped it back to drywall and built out from there. You've got mm-hmm. all new, all clean surfaces. The best way you can keep the house clean is with good kitchen ventilation. Because I don't care how light you're trying to cook. If you've got a little bit of olive oil in a pan right. or a little bit of butter, you've got vaporized grease flying up into the air. And what we want to do, we want to catch those grease particles in a filter and then flush uh, moisture, uh, odors, uh, off-gas products from, uh, from, the, from the gas cooktop. We want to flush that out of the house. We've all had the experience of uh, whether it's cleaning our own house or going into someone else's house and, and, and the cabinets are sticky. Mm-hmm, you, ever right. run, you ever run into that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's years worth of vaporized grease just coming to settle wherever. When you mm-hmm. get that one thing that you put on top of the, ca- the exactly. cabinets that you only use and once you, a year. you pick it up and <laughs> it's yeah. like, whoa, oh, what, what is this? What is There's this? contact paper up there. Uh, huh? Exactly. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's a, the weirdest texture, yeah. right? It's because like a dusty, gre- greasy. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. So, so ventilation is a huge part of that. And, you know, I, I talk to people all the time. I have for years. People say, oh, you know what, I, I don't really want to do all that much with a hood. We don't ever even turn ours on. Mm-hmm. Well, first thing, that t- that just tells me they don't have a good one. Or because, they smell like dinner at breakfast time. Well, that, that's, yeah. that's quite possible, too. But, you know, uh, uh, there are a lot of hoods that make an awful lot of noise and don't move an awful lot of air. Mm-hmm. So that that's a big piece of, it's one of the things that, you know, honestly, I think I annoy people sometimes talking about it, but I really feel like if you don't address that properly in a new kitchen, you're throwing good money after You bad. ever tell me you just need to vent? Uh, <laughs> there's grown. another possible venting on, appli- uh-huh. venting uh-huh. on appliances. There How about go. that for an mm-hmm. episode title? Ah, see? <laughs> there we go. Come. <laughs> Very good. All right. So ventilation is one of the areas that's overlooked. Right. And you... Right. So that that that's strongly overlooked, and and we and we uh, we really recommend that you take a good look at that, even if you're only a very moderate cook. 
you're going to have you're going to have some odors. You're going to have some moisture. Um, so and that's a good tip anyway, because I always think oh, I only need to flip it on when I'm going to burn my bacon or oh, when I you know mm. when I've got smoke going. But and, you're right, and, anything... and you know what? It, you know that that's a that's a great point. And and my advice to anybody, even if even if you feel like your ventilation system in your kitchen that you have now is substandard, okay. When you walk into the kitchen and you're getting ready to cook something, go ahead and flip it on. I mean, even if it's it, flip it on low while you're slicing and dicing, you're doing all of your prep, okay? Because what you're doing now is you're priming it. You're getting all the air on the first floor of your house moving in the general direction of your hood. So when you actually walk over to the stove to start cooking, because if you think about it, the act of cooking in a lot of kitchens, it's 10, 15 minutes, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. 10, 15 minutes that you've actually got really something going on at the stove, okay? But and at that point, when you really start to cook, go ahead and flip your, your blower onto high. If you've got everything moving in that direction already, then everything sucks right out, okay? But most people don't turn their hood on until the whole house smells like bacon or garlic oh, or whatever you're doing. <laughs> You'll never catch up at that point. Well, I, don't, I don't know why you'd ever turn it on if you're cooking bacon, that's you the like most the smell? heavenly smell. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I, I would. I wish I had bacon cologne. Okay. okay. <laughs> bacon on a Saturday morning. Oh, go yes. out all day. Mm-hmm. Come home and the house still smells like bacon. Yes. I mean, that's it's okay. my favorite. That's right. great. That's, that's one, one person's opinion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it is not. It's most of the world's yeah, opinion. Yeah, bacon does smell good. Yeah. yeah we, mm-hmm. Bacon really became a thing in the last few years. Have you noticed that? It, what, what, where have you been? Well, it's never, it's never, not, it's never not been a thing. But now it's like bacon memes all over the internet and things. Oh, like that. You know, bacon band aids. Uh, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of yeah, there's a lot of mm-hmm, bacon wallets. I've seen them. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen them. Bacon, bacon wallets. Yeah, I bought my friend one. That's how yeah. I know about it. People he, eat he them likes less bacon than too. Than, yeah. Oh, does so, he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, another one of my brothers. <laughs> 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 They're all over the place. All right. Well, anyway, enough about. Uh, odors in the house. What what other appliances are out there? What what do you make of all the drawers? Everything's got a drawer now. There's a microwave drawer, a refrigerator oh, drawer. The microwave drawer drawers. is a great idea. Yep. Uh, it what it does is it opens up a lot of possibilities for where the microwave can go, where it's safe and convenient for everyone in the family, and not the most prominent thing in the kitchen. In a lot of kitchens, you walk into the microwave is the most prominent thing, and sometimes the least attractive thing. Yep, okay. sitting right on the countertop there. Yeah, or, mm. or right above the or right above the stove. Now, yeah. if you've got uh, short members of your family, I've got a couple of very short members of my family. Now, it's because it's because they're children. Okay. Okay, but there are also short people who just never get that tall. Okay, and uh, you could do the drawer uh, microwave drawer in the island. Uh, have you ever grabbed a dish out of the microwave after nuking it for a minute or two? Burnt the heck out of myself. And it didn't feel hot when you put your hands on it initially, but about a second and a half after you (laughs) had it in midair, it suddenly seemed a lot hotter than you thought it was. You drop it or you spill it on the front of yourself. Right. Or you try to put it back in the microwave and you hit the edge of it and it spills out. Okay, so would you rather rather be taking that out of the microwave, maybe up on the wall somewhere or over the stove, or would you rather be lifting it out of the drawer just a foot or two? Mm-hmm. to the cabinet, to the countertop. Right. Okay. Uh, you might have uh, something that you've microwaved, like a bowl of soup. Maybe you want to stir it and give it another minute. You don't even have to take the bowl out of the microwave. You just reach down and do it. It's very, uh, It's everyone can reach it. It's really safe for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it just opens up a lot of more possibilities in general kitchen design and putting the microwave where everyone can use it. Uh, mm-hmm. Dishwasher drawers, uh, you asked about those. Um, you know, I just talked to a couple earlier today who told me that they only run their dishwasher once or twice a week. Okay, so you have two drawers uh, in the in the space of one in the space of one big traditional mm-hmm. dishwasher. You can fill up one drawer a little faster and just go ahead and keep cycling it. Um, No excuse ever again to uh, have dirty dishes sitting in the sink because you can have one drawer for clean and one drawer for dirty, and you just keep rotating it like that. That's exactly right. I used to have dishwasher drawers, and uh, we would toggle them back and forth just like that. So we always had one that was either clean and we were unloading it, and there was a dirty one we were always loading and uh, when it broke down, eventually, I replaced it with a more traditional single-door unit, and we have the dishes that pile up where I go mm-hmm. out there. I'm like, oh, gosh, i got to get rid of these. And my wife's like, don't, don't open it. It's running because it's a Bosch, so you can't hear because it. Because you can't hear it. And, That's the good part. Uh, we always are opening it because we don't pay attention to the red dot on the floor. And, um, you know, it's it's one of those things where I, I prefer the drawers. And uh, for, for that reason, of I don't like stuff sitting in my sink, even for a cycle. And it takes a while, you know, for the dishes to dry. Yeah, well. you know, so. newer dishwashers are so much more energy efficient than the old ones. But there's a trade-off with that. Mm-hmm. They run a lot longer. I have a newer Bosch yep. dishwasher myself. The average cycle time is over two hours. Yeah. And that includes That's that includes drying. All right. Now, older dishwashers, uh, you know, 25 years ago, just about any dishwasher did a fabulous job. You know, if you throw enough water and uh, heat at something... Uh, you're going to get it clean eventually. And yep. uh, detergents were more effective back then as well, too. But you have lots and lots of uh, government-driven mandates for energy efficiency. So the newer dishwashers use maybe about a third of the amount of water that your dishwasher from 25 years ago did, a lot fewer kilowatts. Uh, and, of course, uh, any anything of, of any re- even reasonable quality is ridiculously quiet by mm-hmm. by any standards. Uh, so, uh, you have that, but yeah, if you've got, uh, if you've got an f- active family and dishes are just constantly piling up, uh, they will pile up because the dishwasher is going to be running for more than two hours. Want to hear a funny story? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, when I was in, in college at Ohio university, so this is a long time ago, they did have appliances. So you're a history buff. So, you know, oh, yeah. you're looking at me going, wow, that's early on in the university's life. Uh, but we, we went out and bought a portable dishwasher. Oh, I had one of those. It was fantastic. Ago. It was one of the best things we bought. And, uh, you know, because I was tired of doing dishes. It hooked up to the spigot yeah, on the sink and you yeah, roll you, it around. You roll it over. Yeah. And the top of it was a giant cutting board. It was like a butcher block. So it was awesome. So I could, think that might have been you know, my old dishwasher. It might have been. Yeah. And we might have recycled <laughs> it to one another. Who knows? Because we bought it at the thrift store, you know, where you buy all your old used furniture. And for 25 bucks, there was a dishwasher in there. Yeah. And we went, oh, yeah. So we That's got that nice. thing, and we hooked it up to the sink, and, and you drop a hose in the sink, turn the spigot on, you know, to warm hot water, and uh, and turn it on. That's nice. It I don't even think I did a dish uh, in, in college. So that's that's way ahead of me. <laughs> yeah, well, my roommate didn't either. And I was like, we, we, we got a dishwasher, man. Like, at least load the dishwasher, you goofball. Nah. He wouldn't even do that. He's the laziest guy uh, you could ever imagine. But uh, we ended up turning around and selling it when we left school. You know, we yeah. had it for 
for three years and we sold it for 25 bucks. <laughs> yeah, you might have sold it to me. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's possible. You know, did you go to Ohio University? I did not. Okay, well, you know, maybe it traveled somewhere. Yeah, well, I don't know, but there well, were no the, students down the there. The butcher block top it. and the weird color on yeah. the front. Oh, yeah, yeah, I had that. Yeah, they were good. So, I don't know, maybe that wasn't a funny story, but that's my no, story that's and I'm story. sticking with it. So what are some other things going on out there? What do you think of the uh, staying on drawers for just a second? Um, we hit the dishwashers. We hit the microwaves. What do you think of refrigerator drawers? Uh, you know, uh, just another great way to set up the kitchen in the most convenient ergonomic way. Um, you know, when we think of a refrigerator, it, there, well, you know what? There are a lot of things with appliances that um, we talk about thinking out of the box. Well, the, the box is what it's always been, what we grew up with, what we're used to seeing. Uh, who says that the refrigerator and the freezer even have to be the same appliance or next to each other, okay? Who says that the refrigerator has to be this big, tall thing with a big, wide door that mm -hmm. swings open? Um, why can't the refrigerator be in a drawer? Just like with the microwave, you can walk over, you pull the drawer open, or you reach down and grab whatever it is you're looking for, it's easier and more convenient. You can put it, you have a lot more choices wherever you want to put it. You can have one uh, set of refrigerator drawers for your uh, vegetables and produce and meats and whatnot, and another one for all of your drinks. You can have a, you could have a bar area where all of your, all your beverages, except maybe for the milk go. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then when you entertain, your guests know that they can go over there and get whatever they want, but they stay out of the main refrigerator. They don't see your grimy old Tupperware and stuff like that. So it's flexibility, right? You have that like, grimy old Tupperware. Yeah, it's like yeah. he's looking in yeah, my My mother-in-law shows up with her uh, used Cool <laughs> yeah, Whip containers yeah, full yeah, of leftovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's there great. You go. Must know my mother. Yeah, yeah. yeah nothing goes to waste. funny because it's true. Like, have you rinsed out that, that Ziploc bag yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, mom. Just go on to the next one. Oh, Sue. Come um, on, Sue. Sue from Toledo. Yeah, she's not even here to defend herself right now. Well, she would have liked to the talk to you about The Ziploc bag is kind of upscale. We're talking about the used bread bags. Oh, uh, there we go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we always go down and feed the ducks with the heels. Oh, there so, you go. You know. You don't eat those? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's just not good. So what about other cooking technology? Okay, well. You know, there's induction cooking, which I know. Induction. Is, okay. Are you yeah. familiar with induction? I am. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, but and I'm a gas guy, and you're not getting me away from it. You know what? I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of with you there, but then again, I, I'm kind of not. You know, the only thing that keeps me from converting from gas to induction is uh, I, I, re I do a lot of canning, especially in the fall. I like to hit up the farmer's markets and. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I make a ton of pickles and, and relishes, and I like to can tomatoes and stuff like that. And uh, rumbling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, well, it's almost dinner time, right? Yeah. Okay. But, and, and you know what? I haven't even looked into it. There might be canning equipment that's induction ready. But so far, that's the only thing that's kept me from switching hmm. from gas to induction. Now, think about this. For those, for anyone who hasn't seen induction in action, when I describe it, it sounds like magic, okay? You, you set, you have a, a cooktop that looks like any other flat electric cooktop. You set your pot on it. You turn it on. It heats up almost instantly. It will heat faster than any gas cooktop, mm -hmm. first of all. 
and then you can take the uh, the temperature from high to low. It's just like turning the knob on a gas flame. If you've got something that's starting to simmer too fast in the pot, you can turn it down, and the boy the bubbles just sim- you know they 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 simmer right down. Okay, turn it back, it comes right back up. Yeah, you, you have to see it to believe it. And all this time, the surface is never getting hotter than the bottom of the pot. Okay, as the pot gets hot. But if, if you've ever, I mean, every single one of us at some point in our life have burned our finger on a heating element on an electric stove or melted a spatula or something like that, you can put your hand right down on the heating element. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You're not going to want to leave it there because it's going to be hot and it's not going to feel good, but there's not going to be any scar tissue. You're not going to leave any skin behind. Mm-hmm. Wow. You can put a, a, a towel or a newspaper down on that surface. This is one of the best things, okay? You, for people who like bacon. Ooh. All right. Now yeah, you know, you're, okay, yep. I finally got your attention. Yeah, okay, I was so, thinking about pickles and yeah, all yeah. that stuff. Okay, yeah. pickles right, bacon, and tomatoes. Right, okay, bacon, so, yeah. so you get, get a couple sheets of newspaper, a kitchen towel, paper towel, whatever. You put it down on your cooking surface. Set your skillet down on that and cook your bacon, okay? And the energy from the induction cooktop goes right through the towel as if it weren't there. You get some splatters. It goes on the towel or the newspaper, and your cleanup consists of wadding up that newspaper and throwing it away. Hmm. Sound pretty good? Yeah. That's, that's it not sounds so like magic. And you have it to have like special magic. pots and you pans, have, though. Or, you have yeah. to have pots and pans that a magnet will stick to the bottom of. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's there's nothing exotic about that. Now, anyone who's been around for a while has a mixed bag. I've, you know, I've got a nice set of all-clad cookware, and I've got some cast iron skillets, and I've also got some weird stuff that my mom gave me when I went out on my own <laughs> With 30 cool years ago, uh, right? Tubs, yeah, yes. <laughs> with the cool whip tubs inside. And, you know... Most of that stuff is induction ready. Some of it's not. But everybody has, I guarantee everybody listening to this has a few pots and pans that will work on an induction cooktop. Not a big deal. And they can always get more. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. you, you need stuff on your Christmas yeah. list. Yeah, and by the way, I don't sell that. pots and pans, so no. that's not a plug or anything okay. like that. But go get some new cookware. Makes your kitchen look pretty. It would, but I'd rather have mm-hmm. you remodel your kitchen and then put all that stuff in. That's well, yeah, a, I mean, first things first. Right mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, look, um, what other what other last minute things should you uh, tell listeners about while we're wrapping? Oh, things well, up? you know what? There uh, another another trend uh, is uh, Wi-Fi connected appliances. Ah, okay, yeah. now I, honestly, I don't push all that stuff real hard, or and sometimes it depends on who I'm pushing it to. Some of my younger customers, millennials, they're all over it. Older customers, maybe not so much. Put your phone down, Bryce. But uh, <laughs> says the millennial. Check, <laughs> checking to see, his, yeah, exa- <laughs> exactly. I'll see if I can connect to an appliance but, you know, at home. There, I, I have plenty mm-hmm. of customers who, when I bring up uh, Wi-Fi connected appliances, kind of roll their eyes. But you know what? You think about ring doorbells and Nest thermostats, two of my favorite things in my house. When it comes to uh, appliances, there are features like you know being able to turn on your oven f- using an app from your car so your oven's preheated when you get home. That's nice. It's not going to change your life. What will change your life is if you ever have an appliance breakdown and you need to have it repaired. It's a pain in the neck mm-hmm. if it's ever happened to oh, you. Yeah. Okay, yep. you got to recall the repair outfit. You got to s- take. A half a day, if not a whole day off work, to hang around the house. Wait we'll be there from 8 a.m. Yeah. and noon. Right. Yeah, and, and then the guy shows up. He takes it halfway apart. He looks at it and says, okay, well, I've got to order a new discronificator for you. That'll be in in a couple of weeks. We'll call you. We'll come so, back out and put it on. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. So how about a Wi-Fi connected appliance, which not only self-diagnoses, it tells you it's broken before you even realize it. Mm. Okay. You've got it connected through the app on your phone and registered with the manufacturer. And it essentially tells the manufacturer what the problem is. It needs a new whatever it is. And then you make one appointment, the tech shows up with the part that's actually needed in tow, and the thing's fixed. It's efficient. Yeah. Hmm. It's a time saver. Well, that actually does make sense. Yeah. So there you go. So there's a reason for all of this. And it's only going to go along. Look, everything in our house is going to be connected to something at some point. It's going to be your choice whether you take advantage of the benefits. It's kind of my my job to make sure you know what the benefits are. That's very true. Dave, thank you. Oh, it's, it's been, been awesome. My, hey, my, is it 30 minutes already? Oh, yeah, it's been more than that. Yeah, Has I mean, it? we've been ripping right along here. Okay. And again, thanks for being on the program. It was really wonderful to have you on Above Grade and um, enlightening us about everything you have going on. I can tell you're really passionate about it, and we hope to have you back. And Anytime. we can cover more technology going on as well. I'm going to go look for some of that Wi-Fi uh, connected appliances. I'm going to want that. So when I come in to shop for appliances with you, you just point me to to those okay you got it thanks I, for having I me i want to talk to them when i'm at work yeah 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 you can't you look at the, the camera in the fridge isn't is that really one or is that just make there 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 is a camera you, in the can fridge look and see if you have a yeah kind of like your ring doorbell you can yeah. see yeah, if anybody's much. see if anybody's inside your, your yeah. fridge uh yeah yeah well yeah hey do we need milk there. uh hang on let me check mm, yeah i get do. that text <laughs> all the time can you check and see what you know from the wife boy Boy, hopefully everybody's enjoying this episode as much as they probably enjoy all of them. And if they want to listen to more, you know how to do that. Greg, what should they do? Well, they should binge listen uh, yeah, our should. archives mm-hmm. on uh, iTunes and uh, jsbrowncompany.com. Yeah. I'd want them to rate and review us, too, if they're going to do that. That's a, that's a great way for us to get better. Please do that. Please tune in to Above Grade. Dave, you're going to do it, right? Absolutely. All right. Well, good. We can count on, on you as a regular listener. We do this every week and have a good time. If you want to send us a topic that you want us to, to uh, talk about that we haven't yet, uh, you can do that by going to our abovegrade at jsbrown.com and send us an email. Let us know what you want to hear about. Maybe we'll even have you on the show. Till next week, this is Bryce Jacob. I'm with JS Brown and Company, and we're going to give you a good week to build from. Above Grade is a Columbus Radio Group production and produced by me, Greg Hansberry.